This is Object to This on Ace Attorney Fancast. I'm Michelle, your racially insensitive, disabled Native American. And I'm Stacy, your Lolita Carney. Stacy's here today. Hi, everybody. Um, you might remember me from the Christmas episode. Um, I voiced Maya. No, yeah, Maya. you did Maya. <laughs> I don't even remember who I voiced. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's, been, it's like June. I, I voiced Maya and I voiced April May. Yeah. So, um, if you were horrified by my terrible voice acting, um... If they were horrified by your terrible voice acting, you clearly did not listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you, I make jokes a lot, all I the time, about how you have never listened to a goddamn episode. Me? Yes, you. No, I listened to, like, two. <laughs> like, two? Yeah. Oh, so you missed all the ones where I said, hi, Stacey. <laughs> you know, viewers, I, listeners, I want you to know that every t- single time I address you, I am actually staring into Michelle's mic. We're recording live from my bedroom. And by live, I mean this isn't live. This is going to be edited and posted a while from now. Someday. Someday you'll get it. But, um... Uh, in addition to Stacy being here, Stephanie is not here. I don't know if you noticed. Stephanie wanted me to let you all know that she is busy killing small animals and tying them to the back of her head. So she'll be back next time. She's also a racially insensitive Native American. That's not true. I just can't talk right now. She has a falcon. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stacy has been... Okay, some backstory, I guess. Um, I, you're the first person I ever got into Ace Attorney, because I got Ace Attorney because I got a DS Lite, and I wanted the lawyer game and the doctor game. <laughs> yes. Oh, Komal and I have something in common. Komal's been on here, right? Komal, yeah, Komal's Komal, been on once. Komal and I, um, Michelle actually lended us both her Ace Attorney games, and we both had to, we both lost them and then had to rebuy them yes. for her. That's the Apollo Justice curse. <laughs> yeah, or I don't think, for me, it wasn't just Apollo Justice, it was also Trials and Tribulations, I think. Was it? It was another one. I can't remember if it yeah. was Trials and Tribulations or not, but I know I have, like, six Apollo Justice boxes, but only one copy of Apollo Justice. But, um, so you're, I got you in in high school, and we spent a lot of time in fandom, in the Ace Attorney fandom. We did. A lot of time. A lot of and time. And then you've played out, actually, how many games have you played? You didn't stop. No, I have spent a lot of time in the Ace Attorney fandom. You spend a lot of time in the Ace Attorney fandom. That's let's be true. clear here. Um, I have I have played through Apollo Justice actually. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk about investigations, except maybe we will. All I know is that everyone really likes Kay Faraday. No, not no. everyone. Okay, I, Stephanie really likes Kay Faraday. Some people really like Kay Faraday. That is what I know. Mm-hmm. And there's a bitch and lady defense attorney who turns out to be evil, and I was sad about. How surprising. <laughs> yes. But okay, so we're going to get going, but we have to do the news first. So are you ready? Are you ready for this news? I'm not. I'm not ready, Michelle. No, you're not. I'm not ready. You don't know anything. You, have you know to there's me... a fifth game coming out, right? Yes. Okay. And that it's not getting um, it's not getting localized, right? It is getting localized. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I thought it wasn't. See, it this is... is this is how up-to-date I am, microphone. <laughs> She's talking directly to me. Well, no, I'm talking to you, listeners, but since I can't see you, I have to look at the microphone. That's okay. They appreciate it. <laughs> but okay, so the fifth game, Dual Destinies. Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. Okay. Um, E3 happened, everybody. Hooray! Woo! So at E3, before E3, we, we learned that Pearl and Clavier are confirmed for um, Dual Destinies, which is good. They're on the poster. There's a poster. So <laughs> go go to court records. Actually, all of this is from court records. 
And also Alpha Failed emailed it to us. Thank you, Alpha Failed. So, um, the jury system's not coming back. Like, you remember all that fucking work we did in Apollo Justice to get the jury system? Oh. You mean time traveling in a TARDIS? Yeah, that. <laughs> time traveling and changing, taking things from the future and sending them to the past? Yeah, that. Jury system's not back. I guess the interview, I didn't read the transcript or anything, the interview was unclear. And it could mean, like, the jury system not coming back could either mean it's not a gameplay element, but it's still there, or it's just fucking gone. Which, thanks, Japanifornia. Like, I would love to have more time traveling. That would be fun. I mean, Phoenix is a lawyer again in Dual Destiny, so he probably lost all his omniscient hobo powers, so he might not be able to do it anymore. Oh, but I loved Hobo Hodo. Mm-hmm. Hobo Hodo's the best. Um, speaking of him, Sam Regal is confirmed to be his voice actor? which some people are mad about. He was in... Did you know that Phoenix was in um, Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom? Yes. Yeah, UMVC3. So he was in UMVC3. All of his all of his stuff was voiced by Sam Regal, and Sam Regal was so fucking happy. Like, <laughs> if he went on his Twitter, he was so jazzed to be Phoenix. Not a lot of people liked him, but I think it's like a fence sort of thing, and he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Shut up. He'll be fine. But he's adorable, and Feeny is adorable. That's true. Like, I don't, I don't understand the problem. No, I don't think there's a problem. Especially if he's pumped about it, you know? Like, he's gonna do a good job if he's excited. Um, but, uh, no other voice actors confirmed right now. The prosecutor, you don't know about the prosecutor. Oh my god. I will have to fill you in. But the prosecutor is a convicted felon. He's, his hands are, like, handcuffed together. Kinky. Uh... <laughs> I'd just like to take a moment to say hello to, like, the 13-year-olds listening to this podcast. This is Stacy, everybody. Don't, I mean, it doesn't stop here. So, okay, so he's, like, convicted and his hair is insane. And um, Edgeworth hired him because Edgeworth is chief prosecutor, so Edgeworth hired a convicted felon to Wait, be Wait, back the fuck up. Okay, his hair is insane. Now, you're talking about <laughs> a game that has people like Darian Crushin? Yes. If you took the front penis on Darian's head, right... Pump it up by, like, 30, so it's, like, 30 feet wide, and then stick that shit to the back of this guy's head, because that's what it is. Huh. Yeah. But anyway, we have his English name, everybody. His his Japanese name is Jin Yugami, and his English, English name is Simon Blackwell, because he has a falcon that he brings to court. Oh, like the one on the back of Stephanie's head. <laughs> yes. So you got it. Um, but we'll talk about his name later. Because we will. Green Pepsi has a theory, and we'll talk about it when Stephanie's around. Thank you, Green Pepsi. Um, he uses psychological manipulation. That's his deal, I guess. So he doesn't have, like, superpowers like everyone oh, else. Oh, so is that, like, Edgeworth's power of logic? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, that's that's one other thing I know about that game. I know that Edward, Edgeworth's magical power is logic. Yeah, and this guy's magical power seems to be being an asshole. <laughs> Which is which is more a magical power than logic is. Yeah, I mean it really is. I can do Sudoku puzzles, magic. Ooh, yeah, um, he's got a detective, right? He's because like Edgeworth had Gumshoe, and yeah, Simon has a detective. His name is Detective Fulbright. He's apparently an idiot, which is oh. why he hangs out with him because he can't be psychologically manipulated because he's too stupid. I wonder if they're going to be vaguely homoerotic too. <laughs> we can only hope. Oh, wait, it's Ace Attorney. Everything is going to be yeah. vaguely homoerotic. <laughs> but the sad news is, because he's got his own detective, Gumshoe's not going to be in the game. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh. That's like confirmed. At all? Not at all. No. I know. I'm sad. Gumshoe is stupid. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sad about it too because Gumshoe is the best. He could keep Gumshoe. I know. I love his eyebrows and his music. He's everything. He's everything. So I mean that's sad because he's not gonna be. We also learned the first case is that the courtroom gets exploded, right? The second case is completely based in like a theme park about Japanese like demons and shit. So really hard to translate shit. So oh, that'll so, be interesting. Yeah. So courtroom exploded, terrorist attack, hard to translate land, and then the third case we learned takes place in a middle school during like a one of those school festivals that Japan has. So, oh, so it's going to be like a visual novel dating sim. Thing. Yes. Because that's the premise of all of those. All of, the, all of them. Every single one of oh them. Oh my god, I just love the idea of Phoenix running around going, I hope Senpai will notice me. <laughs> that's already happened with Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, they've introduced this new chick, yellow chick. She's like, her name is Kokone, but in English it's Athena. And Apollo is her Senpai, and she refers to him as Senpai. So. Oh. So it's going to be a visual novel dating sim that's really hard to translate because we don't have fucking festivals at our middle schools here in America. So hard to translate, land. Fuck you, Japan. See, if they just admitted it took place in Japan, this would be so easy. Yeah, but they won't. They refuse it. So it's not easy. Um, also, so E3 went by, right? And we yeah. Heard, we heard absolutely nothing about Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. So now is the time everyone should be worried. And I'm going to leave it there. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. That was an ominous way to end. Say something happy. Um, shit, I don't know. Fuck you, Japan? <laughs> that's also not happy. Uh, yeah, we kind of did end with gumshoe's gone. <laughs> Fuck you, Japan. Um, Pearl's in it? I love Pearl. I think they might have alluded to maybe Maya being in it. Which is good because we haven't seen her in seven years. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I'm so ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's my gosh. Good. It's going to be good. And Trucy gets to meet Pearl because they're the same age. So that'll be fun. Oh, my gosh. Wait, <laughs> Trucy and Pearl are the same age? I didn't yeah. realize. They, well, you don't because she's Pearl's like eight. But Trucy's 15 in Apollo Justice. Oh. And it's been seven years since Pearl was eight years old. Oh, wow. So. That had to be intentional. I'm sure it was. I'm so sure it was. So they're just going to be like, magic. Spiritual shit. Magic. I I can't wait. It's going to be great, you guys. (laughs) It's going to be so good. But that's all the news. So now we can talk about shit Stacey's interested in. Hi. Um, so, so Michelle and I, when we were more involved in the fandom, um, I don't know if any of you guys remember the kink mem- meme. We yeah. have mem- we have mentioned it before. Oh, so for sure. That's where all those four kids things because we talked about those four kids things. You remember that? The uh, what would happen if Ace Attorney was an anime dubbed by four kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I was actually I was looking over uh the Hannah Fright ones. Oh yeah, Hannah Fright. I, I think I've talked about that, but Hannah Fright is Edward's fanon secretary. Like, the fandom just accepts that he has a secretary, and her name is Hannah Fright, and all she serves to function for is to catch Edward having sex with people in his office. Well, the, the, in the first one, he's cybering with Phoenix. And, um... Still having sex with And constantly office. correcting him, too. Like, Phoenix is all like, oh, I love it when you wear your pink suit, and Edward's like, it's magenta. 
And Phoenix is, like, talking about what he would do. And he's like, I take off your tie thing. <laughs> it's it's really great. Um, and That's meanwhile, the, the first story with her in it? Yeah, and meanwhile, Edgeworth starts getting more and more and more flustered. And she keeps coming in and, like, he's just freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So there were more fixed with her after that. But I love Hannah Fright. So, yeah, the kink meme. What else do you want to talk about the kink meme? Um... I, I just, I love how it got off. I think that it's one of the best ones I've ever seen. Um, it's certainly one of the ongoing ones, because usually they all die out. Yeah, they're usually, like, a couple of pages. This one had, like, a bajillion. Um, and I think that's because, one, the fandom was really active at the time, but, two, it also got off to a hilarious foot. Yeah. Um, the first prompt was for Godot and Edgeworth for water sports. And um, it was written, you know, like Edgeworth could taste like the acrid fluid running down his face and stuff like that, right? And it was like bitter. And I don't remember. It's been a while since I read this one. So if you go looking for it and I get that part wrong, don't is, be angry with me. It's definitely the first one on the first yeah, part. On so the like... first part. Um, like anyway. Um, and it turns out that it was coffee. Yeah. And Godot is all pissed that Edgeworth doesn't like coffee, and he's like, oh, "Oh, that was a waste," you know, or something. And that just kind of kicked off the tone. Yeah. And everything after that was so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, there wasn't any, like, actual, like, oh, I really want, like, Godot and Pearl with scat and blood play. <laughs> like, there weren't any prompts like that. Like, no. And the ones that got posted didn't get filled. Yeah, or they got filled hilariously. Yeah, or they were, like, really, like, hilarious. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't your average one, which is why I think it was so great. And I think that's also why there's, like, a... There's, like, no fan fiction for Phoenix Wright. Like, if you go to fanfiction.net, there's, like, hardly any. And Why then... would you go to the... Okay. Which... I know, I know. That's I know. the pit of voles. Like, I know. The internet the calls of... it the pit of voles. I know it is. But, like, fan... major fanfiction websites, not a lot of Phoenix Wright stuff. It's, like, hardly ever posted. And I think it's because it's all on the King meme. But, like, I think every story anyone ever wants to do... Because there's bills on the King meme that are, like, 50 parts, you know? Yeah. Like, people write full-ass stories on that King meme. So I think that's why there's such there's so little fan fiction for Phoenix Wright. But that's just the theory I have. Hmm. You know. That's I, I mentioned the Pit of Bulls because it's the biggest one. There's other fan fiction sites, but there's Do you know Archive one. of Our Own? I love Archive. Okay. <laughs> but there's nothing on there either. <laughs> Man, if I ever were famous, I would like I think I I'm stealing this lately from some Tumblr post and it was actually I think about this specific author, but I forget who wrote the post. So I would credit you, but anyway, if I were ever famous, I would totally, like, you know, somehow post a screen cap on my Twitter and have one of the tabs be archive of our own, just to watch all the fangirls lose their shit. Flip out, they would. <laughs> <laughs> they would completely lose their shit. Oh my god, they would. That would be the best. That would be the best. Archive of our own has the most ridiculous fanfic, too. Like, do you know that, that Flash game, Pandemic? Yeah. There's fanfic for that. <laughs> it's about a doctor, Dr. Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I feel like that's shit that you would write, though. I feel like you would be like, I really want to make up some fanfiction for some game you can't write fanfiction for. We're talking, Probably. I mean, you wanted to write Urban Dead fanfiction. Well, Urban Dead is kind of fanfiction. Well, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Urban Dead is a text-based zombie MMORPG um, browser-based, and it is actually pretty... I love it, I love it so much, but the gameplay itself is really boring. Mm -hmm. So the fans make it up by coming up with really crazy, interesting events. Yeah. 
And then also there's a lot of in-character people on there too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's urbandead.com. Yeah, check it yeah. out. Join Fort uh, the Fort Creedy Defense Force. But yeah, so Urban Dead. Um, I don't know. Anything else we want to talk about the King Cave? No? Maybe. Do you have any favorite picks from it or anything? Oh, I really liked this one. I'm sorry, I asked you a question and then I started answering <laughs> it's it. It's fine. Um, it was it was really cute though. It was about um, Grossberg bonding with Godot over um, was it Maya's death? I think. Hmm. Or no, I don't actually. Mia's death. Me. Uh, <laughs> I just can't speak English. Oh. That's okay. Stephanie oh. always gets Clavier and Kristoff confused, and then she tries to correct me on my usage, and I'm like, no. No, okay, because Clavier is the musician, because his name is the French word for keyboard. Yeah, and Christophe is an asshole, and his name is German for asshole. Is it? No. I want to fuck you in the Christophe. (laughs) Okay, now it is. Are you okay, Michelle? (laughs) Oh, shit. I'll I'll know I've won when I've made her cry. Oh, shit. Michelle laughs until she cries sometimes. Oh, your eyes are your eyes are kind of watery. I just rub them. Oh, that's true. With my hands, so that doesn't count. Fuck you. Shit. Um, I've okay. I've read a lot. I've read a lot of fics on that King Bee. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like high school, basically all I did was read Kingdom Hearts and Phoenix Wright fanfiction the whole time, and I am not ashamed of that in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> or in front of these people, but in real life I'm ashamed of that. <laughs> but, um, I know, I, I mean, there's, there's been t- one of them I read was, like, Phoenix, what have you know, the poison with Dahlia, what would happen if Phoenix had gone into the coma instead of Godot? And, like, he wakes up later, and Godot died in an unrelated way or he became evil or something but it's Phoenix still wakes up and he still goes investigating with Mia to try and figure out who poisoned him because yeah. they don't know and it was really good it was also really fucking long and I think I lost track of it because it kept when things got too long on the King's meme they would have to link to some other part of the King's meme and I think it got lost in links like eventually one of the links was broken or something so I never finished it hmm oh yeah definitely but, I mean, I've read a lot of them. There was another one where somebody, like, wanted... The prompt was just, like, I want the most awkward fucking prim and prissy relationship between Edrith and Apollo because it would be hilarious. And somebody wrote a big long fic about Edrith and Apollo trying to go out, but they can't because they're so proper and, like, formal. It just doesn't work. Oh, my God. I love um, I love those long, long, long prompts you see yeah. that are, like, oddly specific that go unanswered. Yeah. Like, I think I saw one where someone was like, okay, I really want, like, a Ace Attorney and Harry Potter crossover, and here's the houses everyone would be in, and here's what the main conflict of the story would be, and here's, like, how it would all go down, and here's how it would end. And I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, why don't you write this to yourself? Yeah. Seriously. Time on that King meme. Like, Too much? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Mm. Probably I wouldn't have done as bad in calculus if I had fucking <laughs> studied calculus instead of been on the King's meme all the time. See, lately, oh, I periodically go back to um, 
Turnabout Musical. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Gonna, well, see, what I what I just did was I segued. Yeah, we That's... don't do that on this show. Oh, well, <laughs> all right, so that was going to be a beautiful segue. I'm looking at you, microphone. <laughs> Redo the beautiful segue. No, no, it's do okay, it. it's do okay. It. I do feel it. like it's funnier it. this way. Do it, bitch, do it. Right in the crease off, do it. <laughs> right in the crease off? Come on. I don't even remember exactly Dude, what I said anymore. You spent a lot of time on Turnabout Musical? Oh, yeah. Well, lately, I, I, I periodically go back to Turnabout Musical. I hope you don't edit that out, though, because that was beautiful. <laughs> what was beautiful? Your first attempt at the segue? Or me yelling at you about it? <laughs> you fucking it up and then yelling at me about it. Uh, maybe I'll edit a break in there. But... Maybe. but... <laughs> I never knew it as Turnabout Musical until, because it recently changed its name. It used to be known as the Phoenix Wright Musical Project, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't Capcom license it? I thought they did. You I you have a laptop? Google that it, shit. It makes noise on the microphone. Oh. Well, then. Well, if we're going to Google it, maybe we should take a break. And we're back. I'm Michelle. Fucking no one will feed me except for my monkey. <laughs> and I'm Stacy, the German word for asshole. <laughs> you didn't have to say it like you're a dictionary. <laughs> but it's good. You are a dictionary. <laughs> I am. You're a linguist. That's. Those are two different things. Shaw. Japan and California are two different things, too. It's never stopped Ace Attorney before. (laughs) Or, actually, you know, maybe this is off-topic and you'll just want to start over, edit this out or something, but I've noticed that there's the same problem in in Trauma Center. Oh, with it being Japan and... The map is clearly not a part of California. (laughs) It's true. It's true. But they say they are. I think they say they are. Yeah, it's supposed to be the San Francisco Bay. Right! (laughs) I remember that now. Oh, shit. I love that game. <laughs> the doctor game and the lawyer game, you guys. Doctor game and the lawyer game. Do they game. know that you're in law school? Yes, they do. They okay. should. If they were paying attention at any fucking point, they would know that I'm in law school. I just think it's really hilarious that you're in law school and you have a podcast about video game lawyers. It is pretty funny. So we Googled it during the break. We Googled the Phoenix Wright Musical Project and whether it was licensed by Capcom. Turns out that was a rumor that went around in 2010. Back when we were deep. Back when we were deep in fandom. Back when we were deep in the musical project. Back in the old days. And would occasionally burst into song at any given point. <laughs> oh, I still do. I do too, I do too actually. I was, because it just came out on iOS, I was replaying. I've been replaying. I've been taking notes, so we'll talk about that, you guys. But, um, the entire first case, because it's the training case with Mia, I'm singing the objection song, because it's so, like... And then the, like, April May's testimony, it's set up. Like, they paid so close attention to the setup for April May's testimony. It's, like, beautiful. And then the April May song. I feel like we should more adequately describe what the Phoenix Wright Musical Project is. 
Um, yeah, so it's it's a bunch of music nerds, and they are making a musical um, that will be animated based on the entire first game. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You guys should check it out if you have it already. Um, it's, yeah, it's super good. One of the reasons I stopped following them is because they kept bouncing to websites, so I honestly can't give you a link right now. Like, I believe that they had a Twitter. Um, I don't know that offhand, but maybe... I know they have a YouTube. Yeah, and they have a YouTube, so it's it's called Turnabout Musical, um, mm-hmm. so you should be able to find it pretty easily. I know that they've been kind of inactive, and I'm hoping that doesn't mean it's dead. I'm hoping that they're just busy. Yeah. Because they, they've been making progress pro- progress slowly, like very slowly, but very steadily. Like, they do make progress. So, hopefully it's... Yeah, but even if it never actually happens, the songs that exist already are so great. Yeah. Like, I feel like it won't be a loss if it never gets done, you know? <laughs> no, it won't. It definitely won't be. They, um... And I know they have a, a fully or partially animated version of their first song, August Day. That's on their yeah. pod- That's on their YouTube. Yes. I don't like August Day as much. I don't like the vocals in that one, I'll admit. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's It seems like they they change it up a lot. They do. Like, there's... The, the songs get, like, remixed every couple of years. Because I think I listened to the Objection song again recently, and it was very different. Yeah. But I'm I'm the freak who has, like, the beta version of of the, like, one of the songs. Tomorrow's Trial. Yeah, Tomorrow's Trial. I have, like, the girl who wrote Tomorrow's Trial sang all of the parts for Tomorrow's Trial and then unveiled it and said, she was like, I'm sorry, this is so shitty, but I wrote it and I recorded it and then I'm, this is a preview. I have that preview on my iPod. And you, well, you like it better than the original or for, than the completed one, I rather. I do. I really do like it better than the completed one. I feel like, uh, I feel like the completed one... Are you really cutting your hair right now? I'm just cutting off my split ends. Shut up. Why did you have to say that out loud? <laughs> because they'll hear the scissors noise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize the mic was that sensitive. That wasn't me cutting my hair. That was me fucking with you <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I am probably Michelle's most uncouth friend. You are. <laughs> we've already talked about fucking people in their Kristoffs today, so they know. I mean, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna make this so hard to edit. <laughs> this is gonna be the worst episode to edit Stacey in the history. Object to this. You're impossible. You're impossible. Okay, but so the musical project. You're a clavier. A, a keyboard. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I, mean, I just pulled oh, a Stephanie. Yes, you can, did. Can we call that pulling a Stephanie? Mixing would... up Ace Attorney characters' names. Yeah, I would like to call that pulling a Stephanie. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, program. Well, so the musical project's really good. It's there's some there's some fucking great songs. I don't know what else we should say about it. There's a lot of magical, wonderful, happy, fun times things in this fandom. And you guys don't even know the fucking half of it. That's all. I just, okay, uh, you know how I found out about the Ace Attorney Musical Project? No, I don't. From the Samurai Always Wins? Because I'm motherfucking obsessed (laughs) with the Skeel Samurai. Like, it's not even funny how much I wish that were a real cartoon. It would be good. It would be the best show. Yeah, I remember you were always linking me, like, this is a piano version of the Samurai Always Wins. This is, like, uh, some nope. Japanese dude singing it like it's Power Rangers. <laughs> well, no, the, the theme itself isn't called the Samurai oh, Always Wins. of the um, Steel Samurai theme. Yeah, of the Steel Samurai. Yeah, no, I would, I would like, listen to various versions or whatever, because it's, like, really cool. Well, and I, I mean, it's a good, it's a good tune, but I also just liked imagining, like, 
that if this were a real show, this would be so epic. And I would like listen to it and I'd be like, why isn't this real? And anyway, I stumbled across it and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is flawless. And I ended up listening to all the other ones that were out yeah. of time. And I just, I couldn't stop. Which was like four. I think it was like no songs it was like It was like, yeah, it was like the Samurai Always Wins, A Guy You Can Trust, which is about Dick Gumshoe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh... Oh, the, so the Samurai Always Wins is, just to explain, it's a it's a sung version of Cody Hacken's testimony. Yes. From the second case, from the Steel Samurai, or the third case. Third, no, second case. The Steel Samurai case, third case. There's the intro case, the Mia case. The, so the Samurai Always Wins. So it's it's fucking good. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking good. The, the kid who sings Cody's really good. Edgeworth is in it. I think it a chick. A grown woman. The grown-ass woman who sings Cody is really good. <laughs> Edgeworth is good. I don't remember the judge in that one. Was he in that one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because he's all like, Mr. Wright, what is the meaning of this? (laughs) But seriously, so me and Stacy would go around in high school and start that song. One of us would start it and we would sing the entire fucking song because we knew every word. Every word. And we would do that with the objection song. Yeah. Especially, like, oh, man, recently one of my friends started telling me that he was playing the first case, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> help myself. We were walking around, and I was singing it, and he was just like, Stacy, 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 Stacy. The objection song is easier for us to do the back and forth, because there's not three parts. Like, in the Samurai Wins, there's, there's Phoenix, there's Cody, and there's Edgeworth. And the judge, but he doesn't count. Yeah, and at one point they're all three singing at the same at time. At the same time, so we'd always have to pick one. And you loved Cody's because his is really fast paced. Be- because his is about the Steel Samurai. Yes. I love the Steel Samurai. And I would do Edgeworth because it's easy. Oh, and you know what? I fucking love the Pink Princess. I love the Pink Princess. I like the idea like, of that being based off of Maya, though. I think that's the best thing in the world. But like, okay, so I have a weakness for like magical girl and stuff, mm-hmm. and I, you know, it's like the magical girl spinoff. Yeah. So, like, I just, I want it to be a real show. Like, I would watch that show. If I ever get rich, I'm going to pay people to make a Steel Samurai and Pink Princess shows. Like, that is what good. I will do with when I'm a multimillionaire. It would be good. And also, like, I would I would get rich. <laughs> You're rich already. I would ask you for a loan so I could do the Gym and Ninja. Because I think that show would be good, too. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, the competitive show, you know? I would, I would just so fucking do. And the Nickel Samurai. Yeah, but apparently the Nickel Samurai is where it jumped the shark. <laughs> the, the third spin-off is where it gets shitty. Can I just can I just say by the way that Penny Nichols is like my dream girl? <laughs> Penny Nichols is you. Really? Well, no cuz she's all meek and timid and cute and I'm really true. vulgar and loud and angry, but she looks kind of like you. No, she doesn't. A little bit. No, like, she doesn't. Bit. She's got big glasses. She's got a round face got kind of dark hair freckles shut up <laughs> <laughs> shut up she wears striped shirts which i, I don't wear striped shirts you don't ever know so she's you in a striped shirt and a cargo vest and timid and nothing like me in personality i mean okay but that's like being like whoa uh, stacy every brunette in glasses looks like you kind of like how people compared every man with shoulder length hair to jesus that's true, that happens all the Specifically time. Specifically all really pasty-ass white men, even though Jesus wasn't, like, a pasty-ass European guy. No, he isn't all the art, though. 
But yeah, you all know. the fan art, all the Jesus fan art. <laughs> 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 My favorite fandom is Christianity. <laughs> Ruth, that shit's canon. Oh, yeah, no, Ruth and Naomi are my OTP. They're canon, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I ship them. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite fan work is The Last Supper. <laughs> Welcome um, to Object to This, where we get really sacrilegious and talk about German men and assholes. Fictional German men? Okay. But I don't know. I mean, the musical project is great. There's not a whole lot to talk about it, though. So. That's true. But And it bounces around a lot, but it's good. Oh, I know it. If some of you out there, you know who you are, like to look up cosplay masquerade videos from various conventions, because I know that some of you are out there, a lot of Phoenix Wright cosplayers often get together at conventions and perform songs from the musical project. Oh, I did not know that. I thought you did. No, I should know that. And yeah, I'm you sad should. that I don't. Now I have to go watch every single one of those I videos. Think one of the one of the favorites is Larry's testimony. I, I know what I'm doing tonight. Oh, Larry's testimony is what, so great. What song is this? Is Larry's testimony from the Edgeworth case? It's got to be the butts. It's got to be the butts. So I want you to know. Um, and I mean, okay, so it happens in the in the case, but it's way it's way more epic in the musical because it's in song form. You know, when he's talking about the yeah. the radio DJ or whatever. Every Christmas Eve. Every single Christmas Eve. Every single Eve. Christmas Eve. I, I, I message, I text Michelle and I say, Michelle, there's just one thing I should know when you listen to the radio. In regards to the DJ, what exactly did she say on that show? Do you know? And she <laughs> always replies. And I, I use the most vowels possible, but I always reply with, it's almost Christmas. <laughs> the guy who sings Larry's part tries to do a sexy woman voice for this. And does not yeah. succeed. Well, but that's in character. That's so in character. And I think, I think Phoenix does, too, later in the song. Because later in the song, he has to say he has to say it again. He has to say it's almost Christmas again. And the Phoenix guy tries to do a sexy woman voice. And it's even screechier <laughs> than Larry. No, the best thing ever is Phoenix in, the, the, in that song um, talking about, like, quoting Lana Hart. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he, he switches from Phoenix voice voice to being like listen up y'all now i heard two dang gunshots <laughs> you hear yes you hear it yeah, you hear? <laughs> oh no it's super good so they a lot of times they'll have like an edgeworth a phoenix and a larry and they'll perform the larry's testimony for part because they usually don't have a manfred i don't know because he's in that song because he he tries to draw and quarter larry oh yeah oh yeah and he he reminds him that um that that perjury is a criminal offense. No, the judge no, reminds him. Judge reminds him oh, yes, that okay. perjury is a criminal offense. Never mind, never mind. Mm-hmm. But no, that song is really good. Oh, Wait, and then the April Fool's version. I didn't. What April? Wait, do I know about this? There was um when they they did the storyboards for it, and then oh. or I think it was for April Fools. They released a joke version of it. Okay. That was like all backwards or whatever, and like Von Karma is like, "This is the best testimony ever," and everything <laughs> like that. They had a lot of fun. <laughs> they had a lot of fun with that podcast. It wasn't or a no, podcast. Po- that project. That project. And they, I think they did recently release it CD. Oh. Or like not not like a real like a physical cd but they released all the songs um with the turnabout musical label because i remember seeing it with the it's cool they got phoenix and maya on mics 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's I'm sure it's always been free to download. It's always been like open source, free to download. So you can, if you are remotely interested, either Google Google Turnabout Musical, Google Phoenix Wright Musical Project, find them on YouTube because they're on the YouTubes. The YouTube. The YouTubes. <laughs> um, or just like try and find the a copy to the CD because it'll all be free. It's you, will, great. you will hate us because you will be like walking around and you will be like singing about like weird ass testimonies and like pasta shops. Yeah, oh god, pasta shops. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, fucking um, Grossberg, the scent of fresh lemons. Oh yeah. <laughs> he like starts operatically singing the scent of my youth or like the days of my youth, like the scent of fresh lemons. And he, he holds lemons for so long. <laughs> he holds the note. Until Phoenix fucking, like, leaves. Rookie Killer? Oh, Rookie Killer's equally good. Pain gets half a song. Yeah, it's and it's it's hilarious. It's just Rookie Killer, another one bites the dust, I think. <laughs> oh, shit, their pain is perfect, perfectly screechy. Oh, my God. That's so good. But I do get pasta shop stuck in my head all the time. Yeah. You know, you'll you'll hate us because you'll be like trying to like do your thing, or you'll be out on a date, or you'll be in class, and you'll or... be like, the witnesses clearly lie. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no, so it's so good, so good. Go look up the Turnabout musical because it's so good. And I've been neglecting to talk about it because I knew I wanted to talk about it with Stacy. <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been. She's been saying she wanted me on here for a long time, and then I did some crappy voice acting. I'm still sorry for that, guys. You are wonderful fans. Oh, I mean, Stop I did, apologizing I did the best voice acting, and you're still wonderful fans. You're still one. I love you guys. I love you. No, she talks about it outside of the podcast. She's like, oh my god, I get emails from them, and it's so great. And she's, like, so happy. <laughs> no, I do. I love it. We love it. We read all the emails, even though we don't respond to all of them. <laughs> because we can't. We just can't. Someday... When you fucking publish an episode of your podcast. Oh yeah, so I have my own podcast. Well, let's let's take a break first. And we're back. I'm Michelle, and I think I might kill Stacy in the most elaborate way possible later. I'm Stacy, and I'm Apollo's dad, maybe. You're, you're Apollo's dad. I'm probably Apollo's dad. Okay. Uh, so, I, I mentioned before that I've been replaying um, I've been replaying the games, as probably some of you have, because it's out on iOS in high definition. So beautiful. So beautiful. So we were, we're going to talk about that, because I have some notes that Stacy was interested in. They're the greatest notes. They're, guys, I am really, really bad at notes. Or really, really good at notes. You are depending. really dyslexic. Well, that too. But depending on who you ask, I'm bad and good at notes. So my notes are usually just fucking caps lock and the word fuck a lot. So but what? So one thing Stacey wanted to talk about is my favorite topic, which is how the judge just progressively loses his mind. Because he has his shit so together in the first game like, it's so, he's actually, like, 
fielding objections and sustaining them or rejecting them, which never happens ever again. Yeah, well, I mean, he seems kind of absent-minded, if I recall, but he's not, like, completely daft like he is in the later games. Yeah. I mean, my, my headcanon, which I love, is that he gets, he's, like, slowly losing his mind in dementia because he's so old. He's so old. Like, I mean, he starts out in the first game three years and then seven years. It's been ten years between the first and Apollo Justice. And he's fucking still a judge. Huh. Well, um, his Canadian brother is really lucid. Yeah. Which is, which is, which means that the A's attorney people, the fucking writers in their fucking writer's room, know. They know that he's slowly losing his goddamn mind. So when it, Trials and Tribulations rolled around, the Canadian judge comes back. And they're like, what if we had Canadian judge fucking know what he's talking about? <laughs> so... Well, I wonder what, in the original version, his Canadian brother was. Like, you know, what nationality? That's a good question. Because, I mean, he's obviously not Japanifornian. And he's obviously not American, if he's the also, German people are. He's also blonde. Yeah. So, we, I mean, that could mean anything to Japan. That could just mean foreign, you know? Yeah. But he's also bald. He's you bald. should email them and let them know if you know the answer. Uh, that'd be cool, if, if you feel like it. I just made a face and thumbs up and at the microphone, and you still can't see me, microphone, because no. you're an inanimate object. Because you're a microphone. I really hope that your viewers, listeners, appreciate that I keep trying to look at them while I'm addressing them. <laughs> I I appreciate it, because I'm here and I can see it. <laughs> but I don't know if they will. Um, I want to... The judge's beard, I just need to say this. It's fucking glorious in oh, HD. My, it's I can't so imagine. So beautiful. And I'm in the middle of the investigation day, so I can't show you. But it's so, so gorgeous. So, also, I okay, more importantly than the judge's dementia, because I'm sure everyone else is really tired of hearing about the judge's dementia. Um, fucking first case. We're talking about this. Yeah. First case. Mia case. Not the first case. The Mia's death case. Phoenix comes to the, the offices. It's like 9 o'clock at night. He was going to meet them and have burgers and meet Maya. He walks in the door, he's like, shit, I'm late. And then he's like, what's that smell? It smells like blood. We're gonna talk about this. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but this bothers me. We're gonna talk about this. Phoenix is in a different room. Fucking whole different room. I can't remember if the door's shut or not. Mia is across, like, he has to across the room to the door, then cross the other room all the way to the window. Mia's been hit in the head with the thinker. There's a little bit of blood on the thinker. There's probably a little bit of blood in her hair. There's not a pool of blood. How can Phoenix smell the blood? Um, well, it does take place in the near future. Perhaps he has cyborg nose enhancement. Why has that never come up anywhere else? <laughs> because he doesn't any want anyone to know that he's actually a cyborg. <laughs> I mean, it would explain the time travel thing. He's like fucking Robocop or something. No, Terminator. He's Terminator. He's Terminator. Which also explains the Highlander theory, which is that Phoenix can't die. Because, like, in Apollo Justice. Yeah. And isn't his doctor just like, oh, you can't drink wine for a little while? Yeah. And, the, and he does it anyway. <laughs> he does it anyway. Because Trucy has to bitch at him until he goes to the hospital. I think that was one of her lines. And then, like, he just, she smuggles him grape juice. Grape juice. Wine. He's, Let's be honest. He, she smuggles him his hobo wine. And... How does she get his hobo wine? <laughs> There's one thing. And then, like, so, Phoenix is fucking indestructible. Maybe she gets him from Polly. Maybe. 
But why would why would Apollo buy him wine? I get well. More importantly, I guess we're playing as Apollo. How could we buy him <laughs> wine without knowing? <laughs> they just don't mention the part where maybe, you go to. Maybe she gets it from Uncle Valent. No, because Uncle Valent and Phoenix hate each other. Oh, but I just really like Uncle Valent, and I wanted an excuse to mention him. I can never just call him Valent. He's always Uncle Valent. Well, there's a good where there's a good question though. I mean, Highlander Phoenix. Maya can smell the blood too. We're gonna get back to that in a second. What's your who's your favorite character in Ace Attorney? Uh, Uncle Valent is it? Uncle Valent. He's your favorite. Well, Uncle Valent or Gumshoe? Yeah, because I thought Gumshoe was your favorite. I mean, but you you know how I lose my shade over Uncle Valent. You do. You do. I knew you loved Valent. But I thought you loved Gumshoe more. He wears so. bright yellow, and he's kind of a badass. He is a badass, spinning his cane like that. Spinning his cane, and when you're, like, talking to him while you're time-traveling, and he just does not want to deal with you. <laughs> and he is just, like, he goes from being, like, cheery Uncle Valent to being, like, hard-ass, angry Uncle Valent. And I'm like, my husband <laughs> Yeah. So, what's your favorite case, then? Turnabout Samurai! <laughs> Oh, wait, is the Steel Samurai your favorite character? The Steel Samurai is my favorite non-existent show. Okay. In the world? In the whole world? <laughs> In the whole world. How long is that list of <laughs> non-existent shows you wish was real? Hey, hey, do you have a favorite non-existent show? Probably the Steel Samurai. And Inspector Spacetime, from a show I've never watched. I've never watched Community, but Inspector Spacetime sounds like the best Doctor Who ripoff I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I've heard of Inspector Space Time. Yeah. I know I, there's got to be another fictional show that I like, that I wish was real. But The Steel Samurai probably takes the cake. But yeah, I'm sorry, I just lost my shit, um, as, I, <laughs> as I'm trying to do. But yeah, no, it's pretty fucking ridiculous that he's like, I don't know. So my, my theory about the, the blood is that he has cyborg powers. Okay. And it, it, part of his cyborg powers are, um, one is an external hard uh, shell protecting his skeletal structure and organs, hence the car accident. Uh-huh. Um, although it's not good at dealing with things like being tased or punched, apparently. Except um, that he was tased and he, they woke up. I mean, Maya woke up first, but Maya also got tased. No, she got tased second. No, did she get tased first? I don't know. I don't remember things like what order did they I don't, get tased in. I don't That's... remember what order they got tased in either. Somebody who's farther in the HD collection than me, tell me what order they got, order they got tased in. Because I know Maya wakes up first, but they both got hit with, like, 10,000 volts and they're fine. Which, Maya can smell the blood, too. Did I, I mention that, right? Oh, so so Maya is also a cyborg. Yeah, because later is... when you ask her, she's like, I got, to the, I got to the office at the right time to have dinner. And then she says, I smelled blood, so I ran into the other room. I mean, have you fucking seen Godot's mask? Cyborgs. <laughs> Cyborgs? Yeah, but he's more, I mean... Godot they brought back to life with it, so it makes more sense. Phoenix just fucking got cyborg implants one day when he was bored, I guess. Why Why would Maya have them? Because Maya thought it was really cool. To deal with her ever-changing tits. <laughs> yeah, that might be... I mean, that's really important. Have you noticed that the only thing that it really seems to have... Well, okay. Hair color. Hair color, yeah. Oh, I guess everything. I don't know. It's Body like... shape, is <laughs> in addition to tits. I mean, she's taller. It's so, it makes me so uncomfortable when, when Mia possesses Pearl. Yeah. Because she has, like, no clothes on. Like, why doesn't Phoenix, like, let her borrow his jacket while that's going on? Yeah, for Like, seriously. Sake. Be like, can you wear this for, like, five minutes, like, until you have to leave to Ghost World or yeah. whatever? 
Like, seriously, Phoenix, you have a fucking, like, jacket. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, one of my favorite parts in Trials and Tribulations is when Mia gets channeled in a Godot case, and he, the first time, and he's just silent. He's, I don't know if anyone else has ever noticed that, but it flips to Godot, and he's got the, his little dot, dot, dot thing, and I believe he's got one of his, like, agitated faces on. It's not a calm face. And then it flips back to Phoenix, and I think it flips back to Godot, and he's, he's recomposed himself. But, I mean, it's either because he's fucking, like, he noticed that it's Mia, but also she's naked. Like, <laughs> like it's Pearl. She's, so his dead girlfriend has just appeared completely naked. Have you ever seen that guy in Tiger and Bunny who looks exactly <laughs> like, I haven't even, like, seen any of that, like, so I don't know who the fuck that character is or anything about it. All he's I the know main character. is that a bunch of people keep posting this guy who looks like Diego Armando on my dash, and it can yeah. No, I mean, that show is, that show is basically, Godot and Edgeworth are superheroes, the show. So, <laughs> so if you guys want to watch that, it's called Tiger and Bunny. I've only seen, like, five episodes, but it's oh. good. It's beautiful. It's one of those newfangled, pretty shows. <laughs> you know. Not like the good old stuff, where their hair change sizes every six minutes. We're talking about Slayers. We're talking about Slayers. Okay, so a different explanation for Maya. Because maybe she's not a cyborg. Like, we're oh. gonna we're gonna bring it back to this. Oh, ghost people powers? Ghost people powers, but also, fucking every game, somebody gets murdered around Maya. Oh. So probably people have been murdered around Maya her whole life. <laughs> so I'm sure she's more attuned to it. And then she has ghost people powers. Like, she has spiritual powers or whatever. So maybe she senses the chi. The chakra. I really wish you could see the face Michelle just made while she was doing that and the hand gestures. It was really great. But what do you think about... So Phoenix is a cyborg. Phoenix is a cyborg. Phoenix, more specifically, Phoenix is Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator. Why isn't Maya more tragic? What the fuck do you mean? She's the most tragic. I mean, she's so happy all the time. Yeah, she's happy a lot. She just likes cheeseburgers. Yeah, but she gets really sad often about, like, when Pearl's around and Pearl's like, oh, my mother's a dick. Maya's like, mm. And then, like, after her sister dies, you bring her her cell phone and she's like, can I listen to it? And I think she, like, cries until, like, for like for so long that Phoenix goes to black screen and narrates the crying and then comes back. She you know, if, you can, if your entire family can channel spirits, it must not be that sad when something love dies yeah but like maya can channel mia but they can't talk to each other when she does pearl that can. pearl pearl she doesn't know that yet in the first game pearl doesn't have they don't know that pearl has oh, her powers yeah. as developed fucking everyone else in that goddamn village can yeah okay so can i talk okay i'm sorry i, I introduced myself originally as the lolita carney can we talk for a second about how cavalier 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 cavalierly cavalierly I, I can say things, I swear to God. Linguist. <laughs> Descriptive linguist. Oh, so you can describe how that word should be pronounced? No, no. Prescriptive linguistics is what, you know, the dictionary tells you. Descriptive linguistics is how people actually speak. Oh, okay. Um, so my idiolect is that I say everything wrong. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so can we talk about how cavalierly that people act towards the pedos? Yes. Like Dahlia's like homeboy the huge dude in shackles i forget his name help me oh um this is from the 
flashback case, Mia's first case, trials and tribulations. And then everything that occurs in Turnabout Big Top. Yeah, every The oh entire my God. plot of Turnabout about Big Top is basically a bunch of pedos have drama. Yeah, I don't remember that fucker's name, but it was Dahlia's first boyfriend that she murdered, who also murdered her sister, uh, her half-sister, the, the police lady. Anyway, um, yeah, so I feel like that's a super Japan thing. Maybe, and I don't want to sound really xenophobic if that's a cultural thing, but, like, no one ever really seems to react to these huge age gaps with these, like... Not at all, which is distressing. Like, it's really distress, And, like, even... Larry hitting on Franzi is a is it's not even it's not as huge an age gap, but it's still Franzi is like nineteen. I mean, she's an adult. Though. She is an adult, so that's a thing. But I mean, it's still awkward. But she's at least an adult. Like, yeah, I'm talking about like like fucking Regina. Yeah, Regina Berry is Regina. your I'm bad Carney Lolita. Oh, Carney. <laughs> I I just remember she was the Lolita Carney. Yeah. Um, she's she is like what like. She's very young. I believe she was 15. Yeah, and everyone else is, like, grown-ass men, and they're all having all this drama over her. Oh, my God. And And no one is ever like, maybe you should be with adults. Yeah. And that's one of the... I've discussed, like, we've discussed how, like, Mo, the clown, is annoying. And my... The only reason I dislike Mo is because he seems to understand that this shit is, is creepy as fuck, and he doesn't do anything about it. Like, he is upset with Regina, and he is upset with, um, the Max and the other guy, and he doesn't, like, he, he's upset with them, but he doesn't act, you know? Yeah. So, it's like, he's the only person in this entire fucking series who shows any problem with the weird pedo behavior, and it's like, what? Or, like, and with the whole thing that went down with Dahlia... No one was like, I mean, and he was very sympathetic because, you know, she was, she's a horrible person, but no one was ever like, oh, he was kind of a pedophile. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, he shouldn't be in jail because uh, he was innocent. Well, maybe he was innocent of murdering that lady. Maybe he shouldn't be in jail because he didn't do anything, but he was also a creepy pedophile. (laughs) Like, and that wasn't even one that you could really... I don't know. I just I don't remember the ages of everyone in Turnabout Big Pop, but I feel like like the age differences between Dahlia and Homeboy were much bigger. Maybe or I, maybe I just think that because he's huge. Maybe he is huge, and he does look very because he's got the shit on his face. I think he's got like lines on his face, and that makes him look older too. Yeah. So I don't know. It's I. I think the age gap between Max and Regina was less than 10 years, but high. You know, high 10. Or yeah. Like 8 or 9. Um, and, but the, I can't remember the age gap between between that guy. But, I didn't. I think you're right. I think that age gap was bigger. Because he's a, clearly a grown-ass man. And Dahlia was, like, 14. This is what happens when we kind of talk on the fly. We're like, I don't know how old anyone is. We didn't bother to look this up. We just started talking about this. This is how my show works. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is how this podcast goes. Is I usually fiddle with something for the whole podcast, and I never look anything up because you can hear it when I type. So, what did you do that for? I don't know. This I... is like when you cut the thing in front of the mic. See, this is your typing. Yeah, I know. I just typed just to piss her off. 
Yeah. I actually didn't type any words. I just mashed her keyboard. You can also hear it when I click my mouse. I hope you appreciated that, listener. <laughs> one, one. We've lost all of the listeners. No, I'm, I'm addressing now. Okay, so it's just Green Pepsi holding on. Thank you, Green Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I'm, I'm addressing them as an individual, so that way they feel like we're there with them. Oh, so you're yeah. so like if we were to say, I'm trying to pick a random name, and I can't. Emily, you, Emily, you, Kevin. Hello, Stephen. I hope you're enjoying the show, Gabriel. <laughs> Would you prefer we call you Gabe? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I usually just call them guys. Right, guys? Yeah, guys. What are you staring at me like that for? What are you looking at me like that for? Nothing. Speaking of Phoenix being a cyborg. <laughs> Speaking of. I'm going to draw it back. We're going to bring it back. So, prisoner guy. Prisoner guy. Prisoner guy. I don't think he's a cyborg. Who is old as fuck, right? He ate that bottle of poison. Like, that. he took the poison that was in the bottle that Phoenix later ate. Phoenix ate a glass bottle surrounded by metal, and he lived. Yeah. <laughs> cyborg? Can cyborgs do that? Does, cyborgs have... don't have digestive systems. They just have ears. So, so you're implying that the Terminator can't eat food. Is that what you're saying? I mean... I haven't seen the Terminator. I know. Sorry. Um, well, Phoenix can eat food. food. He just doesn't need it. Okay. He just doesn't digest it. So Unless what happens in the juice. locket? <laughs> Unless it's grape Yeah. He drinks grape juice all the time. So maybe he's like just... Bender. Bender like from ben- Futurama. <laughs> maybe he's just Bender from Futurama. What happened in the necklace then when he Which ate it? Which would make him also walk up. Yeah. Um, but it got converted into... And also Captain Laserbeam from Thrilling Adventure Hour. Deep Ooh. cut! Sorry. What? Deep cut? <laughs> Deep cut. That's like, one person is going to get that reference, and it's probably Stephanie when she listens to this oh, episode. Okay. Um, I don't know. Actually, in actuality, he probably pooped the locket out. That's not what happens to you when you eat glass. When you eat glass, you go to the hospital. Oh, it is um, also important to note that when he ate the glass, the sound effects on the screen were crunch, crunch, crunch. I forgot about that part. He, so he chewed the locket, thereby breaking the glass, and then he ate the glass. Sometimes I... How the fuck does Phoenix... How the fuck did he graduate college and then go to law school? How the... How? I've told you that, like, I've, I don't know I've told you, but I've told them. I've told... That, like, I, because I started with Trials and Tribulations, right? So the title character is Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Trials and Tribulations. You start that game with Mia and then fucking Feeny eating glass (laughs) and lying on the stand. And so I spent that whole case going, this can't be the fucking title character. This is not the fucking title character. And then later, like, you play him, right? And I was like, fuck this! (laughs) This is not the title character. So... I don't know how he does anything. I don't know how I stuck with that game after, after Phoenix ate a fucking glass locket. But Phoenix is a cyborg. So in in lieu of the Highlander Phoenix theory, we're going with Terminator Phoenix theory or Cyborg Phoenix theory. Why not Highlander Cyborg Phoenix Phoenix theory? Because you don't have to be the Highlander. You can't. I mean, if Maya is also a cyborg, there is not only one. There can be only one Highlander. I really wish I could draw a fan art of this. Cyborg Phoenix? Yeah. 
I draw Cyborg Phoenix hanging out with Bender drinking grape juice. <laughs> Problem solved. What's another reason why he'd be able to, to smell blood? Um, One of the other things I wrote down is I think he's a hemophiliac because he passes out all the time. He sees Mia channeled for the first time. Maya channels Mia, and Phoenix passes out, and then he wakes up, and Mia's still there, so he passes out again. <laughs> like, quick succession, he just passes out twice. And he talks about feeling faint all the time, like, constantly in court. Like, whenever Edgeworth corners him in court. <laughs> but then, if he had hemophilia, then that car accident would have killed him, definitely. Can you be a cyborg with hemophilia? Well, he was also, like, hospitalized over the course of three days. After the car accident, remember? He was in the hospital for a long time. Oh, that's true. So if he had hemophilia, and he's fucked up, and Trucy is like, Dad, go to the hospital. And you mean he's... he was at the mechanics? <laughs> so he... Hemoph... Would a hemophiliac be super attuned to the scent of blood? See, okay, so hemophiliac cyborgs just have a tendency to leak a lot of gasoline. Cyborgs run on gasoline? Yes. <laughs> They're not very energy efficient. But it's future Japanifornia. Wouldn't you think they'd be run on, like, lithium-ion batteries or a series of iPhones or something? Well, what's something that they can leak that's futuristic? <laughs> Radiation. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, oh my god, he could, he's fucking venting antimatter from his port nacelles. <laughs> like, in fucking Star Trek, it's always the goddamn port nacelle. Always. <laughs> Don't they just have to leak? What do they do to fix it? No, they always have no. What they do is every time there's a problem, they have to vent antimatter from the port nacelle. In well, at least in Voyager, always the port nacelle, always, antimatter. always, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they actually they make a joke about it in the last episode. <laughs> do they? What's yeah. the joke? They they say something about like fixing the starboard nacelle and stuff, <laughs> and like like something about venting shit. And I was just sitting there like, yo. <laughs> So, Phoenix is a hemophiliac cyborg, which means he has a With tendency... With a warp core inside his body. <laughs> which means he has a tendency to leak antimatter from his left side. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like it. I, this is good. Yeah. Problem solved. He can smell blood because he's a cyborg. He's which a makes cyborg him... with a warp drive. He's, he's, he's a cyborg starship. He's a star... hemophiliac vampire. The USS Phoenix, right? <laughs> <laughs> the... The USS Attorney. <laughs> oh, shit. This is even dumber than the Highlander Theory. This is what happens when you have me on your podcast. Yeah, but it's good. Okay. I bet that fanfic already exists, too. Cyborg Phoenix? Cyborg cyborg <laughs> vampire hemophiliac phoenix with a warp core. <laughs> we need to go to the kink meme. <laughs> we need to make a request for all five anons who are still on it. For all five. That, hey, I want to read a story. What really gets me off is what, if, what? if Phoenix were the USS Voyager, who is also a hemophiliac, who is also a vampire, who is also a cyborg, and he can smell blood. Well, that's why he can smell blood. <laughs> Please, Phil. The first person to fill gets all of the internet. You're <laughs> gonna cry. <laughs> when Michelle laughs too when she cries. And I think she's getting there. Do you wanna edit my request? Oh my in god, any you way? are crying. I am I this one single manly tear. <laughs> it's my manly tear. Michelle Michelle is softly weeping over over this image. 
No, I will. I will post that, and I'll. <laughs> oh shit! This is the worst. No, but do we need to add anything to this fic request? Um, I don't know. You can ask. We need your... to. We need to explain what a hemophiliac USS Voyager does, but <laughs> smells blood <laughs> and leaks into matter from the from the port side. But uh, what else? Anything else? And is stuck in the Delta Quadrant. <laughs> Damn. Damn. in the Delta Quadrant. Has been stuck in the Delta Quadrant for a long time, but we gotta we need a pairing. What's the pairing? Um. Oh shit. Um. I. Okay. <laughs> Who is the perfect match for the USS Voyager? <laughs> it's not the Enterprise. Shut up. Babylon Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Or no. Or or a Borg cube. A Borg cube? And the Borg cube could be Von Karma. <laughs> okay, here we go. So Phoenix, the USS Voyager Cyborg Hemophiliac Vampire. <laughs> we need to shorten this. <laughs> Michelle is not okay right now, you guys. Has to go into court against Manfred Von Karma, the Borg cube. And finds the defendant is one of the Halo rings. <laughs> and But he, he thinks he's going... To go against him in trial, but he he ends up leaving with more than he reckoned for. He finds a stirring deep inside uh, his warp core. No, I don't like Richard Montgomery the Borg Cube anymore because that's terrifying now. Objection, <laughs> guys! This is the stupid. I'm so sorry. This is the dumbest shit we've ever done on this show. What? No, that's not what? true. We've done dumber shit on this what? show. What? We spent three episodes talking about a version of Phoenix Wright Five. Where Edgeworth dies and Phoenix goes on a fucking crazy murder spree and it's suddenly Ace Apocalypse. You did three episodes? <laughs> yeah, it took a long time. Hmm. They were good. It was funny. That was some funny shit, yo. I imagine. <laughs> don't, don't be a dick. I can see it on your face. Stop being a dick. Don't be a Kristoff. Don't be a Kristoff. <laughs> don't be a Kristoff or I'll punch you in your Kristoff. But poisoning girls with nail polish is so effective. It took seven years. How is that effective? Yeah, so... Are you gonna start crying again? No, I'm not gonna start crying. It was one manly tear. There, were, there were, like, two. No, there was there one. There was this corner of your eye. There was one. No. You're wrong. You're wrong. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You're creased off. So, let's, let's take a break. back i'm michelle and i'm so sorry i'm stacy and i'm a piano we're gonna wrap it up let's see if i can do it without stephanie you should all email us at object to this podcast at gmail.com you should comment on our tumblr or you send us an ask send us a submit on our tumblr object to this.tumblr.com you can find us on podomatic like alpha fail did the first person to ever message us in the world was alpha failed who did it twice <laughs> so uh our podomatic is object to this.podomatic.com you should rate and review us on iTunes because that makes you awesome and you wouldn't want to be a Kristoff, would you? So rate and review us on iTunes. Our music, our theme song is 
Hey Pal, our Detective Gumshoe remix by Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes. Instead of our regular ending music this week, I'm going to drop in something from the Phoenix Wright Musical Project, or Turnabout Musical, which we've talked about at length. Uh, you can find them at pwmusical.com, and listen for the song at the end. I'm going to play the whole thing, so it's probably going to be like two minutes. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Also, no question this week, since Stephanie's not here, we're going to give you more time to answer our other question. How did Simon get convicted? What did he do? Or what did he get framed for? Come on, guys, send us something good. Stacy. You want to pitch something, or you want to pimp okay. something, don't you? So, um, pimp away. So I am visiting um, here. Actually, Michelle's visiting <laughs> me. But my usual gig is my podcast is Libations and Locutions. And we are currently located on SoundCloud, just at Libations and Locutions. So you should check us out. Um, please be over 21 if you do, because it's exactly what it sounds like. It's me, a literary Lovecraftian scholar, and a historian talking about whatever the fuck we feel like, usually culture-related things like the internet in the 90s and comic book characters and Sailor Moon and Disney princesses and samurai movies and all sorts of ridiculous things. So you should check it out. Yeah, they're just getting off the ground, so you should go listen to them. They've got three episodes up, and then the next episode you're going to publish, you said, is going to have our friend Sam on it. And, and he's a rapper who goes by the Frund, and he's mm-hmm. also on SoundCloud, and he is lovely, but I shan't. I don't know if it's really rude if I pimp him too. So no, but I mean it's a good. It's gonna be a good episode. And if you wanna hear more from people I've known since middle school, you should listen to it. <laughs> but I think that's it. Libations and locutions. Check it out. They're not on iTunes yet, but I'm gonna get them there. So calm down. We need someone like Michelle to help us. Yeah, we really do. We'll get it done. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. This has been object to this. So why don't you object to that? Witness, please state your name and occupation. Larry Butts. Uh, ladies, man. This is a colossal waste of time. Mr. Butts, please begin your testimony. You got it, Pops. Well, I was hanging out with my girlfriend, Ruth, in my mansion with a golden picket fence. Sir, must I remind you now to please tell the truth? Because perjury's a criminal offense. Uh, sorry, let me try that again. All right. See, I was all alone because I just been dumped. And I know that isn't easy to believe. I hit the lake so I could look for some junk, which had also left me on that Christmas Eve. But as I brought that boat back into the shop, I heard a gunfire with a noisy pop. And I know you don't think my opinion counts for a whole lot, but let me guarantee you that I heard that shot. That's how it all happened, I recall the clearest day, so believe it even if you think I'm nuts. Uh, his testimony's vague. And you know just what they say, if something smells. It's usually the butts. This witness is contributing nothing. I suggest he be dismissed and ideally drawn and court. Hold it! Larry, there is one thing that sounds out of place in your testimony. And what's that, Nick? Well, you say you heard a gunshot. But yesterday, Miss Lottahart testified, and I quote, Y'all listen good now. I heard two dang gunshots that night. Nick, you said miss and not missus, right? Because if but, she's available... Larry, come on. Please, just stay focused and explain why you didn't hear the second gunshot. Truth is that I was listening on my headphones because radio's the friend that's always there. I like to jam out when I'm feeling alone, so I may have missed the shot that filled the air. But I remember that one bang that I heard, the DJ was talking when it occurred. So I know it wasn't something like a killer drum and riff, but let me guarantee you that I was scared stiff.
DJ talked, there was hardly any noise, so I listened in awe of a really sexy voice. It was pure and demure, yet mature and so refined. I can't get that lovely voice out of my mind. That's how it all happened, I recall it plain as ink. Had to get up here, it took a lot of guts. Ha! This guy should see his shrink, cause his testimony stinks. Cause when something smells, it's probably the butt. I can't stand to listen to this lad. This young man has nothing to add. Larry, there's just one thing I should know. When you listened to the radio, in regards to the DJ, what exactly did she say on that show? Do you know? I, I remember. She said, hey, it's almost Christmas. Well, Mr. Wright, anything to add? I, um... Uh... As compelling as your argument is, I demand the witness end this pointless charade. Now! Oh, very well. Mr. Larry Botts, you are now dismissed. Objection! Your Honor, please! I just found out how this testimony changes everything. If you recall, Miss Lotta's camera went off at 12.15 December 25th. Yes, yes. And though the witness is incompetent and frankly quite a dope, I know hey. his shaky testimony's not a myth. Nick, come on, And though buddy. we've all assumed the gunfire twice, in fact, the murder weapon fired thrice. One was fired Christmas Eve, the other's Christmas Day, and these three photos illustrate my repartee. See? One, from when the camera went off at 11.50 p.m. Almost Christmas... And two more at 12.15. The camera caught three snapshots for three gunshots. And Larry's testimony proves it! Why, well, you're absolutely right. No objections, Mr. Von Karma? <sighs> Very well, then. The question is, what happened in this 25-minute gap? Indeed. We shall look into this matter and finish the trial tomorrow. Uh, Mr. Butts, your final thoughts. Wow, Nick, that's quite the trick. It's shocking. It's impressive how you managed to survive. I think that you can get a degree, or at worst, just imprisonment for life. That's how it all happened, and that's all I've got to say. I recall it just like it was yesterday. It was Tuesday. And so I saved the day, even though I'm just a clown. When something smells, it's gotta be That man needs a lobotomy When something smells, it's gotta be the butt That's right, it's gotta be the butt Get him out of here